You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, Hannies. It's Amiria Sai, and you're back for season two of The Take On. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I'm here with my good friend Anastasia from season four of Below Deck Med, the chef extraordinaire. How are you? Oh, hello. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, just life in 2020 is a mess. This year needs to be over already. I'm done. I know. But guess what? We're so close. I know. We're almost there. Two more months. I think we can make it. (laughs) We can make it. We can make it. Um, I loved your season of Below Deck. And then now with, you know, the new season of Below Deck, it's just like so explosive. Um, I was emailing with Hannah and I know you're close with Hannah and there's, I just want to dive right into all of it. Did you see the reunion? Um, I saw the first part of the reunion. I didn't see the second part. What were your thoughts? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like it's just our season. We all, you know, we got along and there was like some drama and stuff, but like, I don't know this season. It just seems like there was a lot more like personal issues Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a little bit more backstabby and Mm -hmm. catty and kind of just like personal drama, not so much like drama on the boat and stuff like that. It was more just like personal drama that people were going through. And obviously, I mean, that's entertaining to watch, but I don't know. It just, it felt, it felt really different from my, our season. Do you think it's like, because, know, like we all caught, we all got along? We didn't want to like kill each other. <laughs> well, that's always good. But do you think it's because your season y'all didn't know what the show was all about? Because I feel like the show kind of blew up in the last couple of years. Like it's gotten really big. Well, I mean, like I feel like since our season, mm-hmm. the show got really big because yeah. our season was so good. So good, and we were such a you know like we just gelled so well. Like the the crew dynamic was really fun, and like yeah, it was dramatic, but it wasn't you know. We weren't sneaking into each other's cabins and taking pictures of each other's stuff, you know? <laughs> that That is always good, right? What What are your thoughts about that? Like, there's so much about maritime law and all this stuff. Like, it, it, mm, what are your thoughts uh-huh. about this whole maritime okay. law? So, if we want to talk about maritime law, it is illegal to search a crew member's cabin without the presence of the captain, the crew member, and um, I think, like, another witness. Wow. So if we want to talk about maritime law, mm-hmm. let's talk about maritime law. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. Anastasia, I love that. 
So, I mean, I don't know the whole thing, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're watching it on TV and obviously like it's edited and whatever, but you know, your actions are your actions. And if you want to preach about something, then you better make sure that you're living by your own rules. Well said. But I mean, you know, we weren't there from what I saw. I don't think that was a legal move. I don't think it was the right move. I also think like, I'm sorry, Hannah's been on the show for how many years? We all know she has anxiety. It's- we all know mm-hmm. she has prescription for, you know, Valium. Like, it, it's not like it's some new information. Right. She's been very open about it. Yeah, 100%. And like, CBD is CBD. First of all, it's illegal in Spain. It's legal pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, wow. if we want to talk about, like, you know, use of creams and medicinal things, then we should be talking to all the crew and looking at all their bags. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just think the whole thing was a lot of big load of bullshit. I think everybody was really reactive and nobody really took the time to be like, okay, let's step back from the situation and see what should we be doing. How can we handle the situation properly? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was properly handled. Not at all. I felt like it was very. But again, I wasn't there. Yeah, we saw what we saw, right? But it was. I felt like at times, like I felt like it was a vendetta from Captain Sandy that was like left over from past season. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It it could be something like that, or I just it's hard to tell because like I'm I'm not Captain Sandy. I I I don't talk to her extensively about Hannah or really at all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I I'm not really sure what she was thinking in that moment, but. You know, maybe in that moment she was overwhelmed by the situation and just kind of reacted a certain way. And maybe she looks back on it now and thinks, huh, maybe I should have, you know, put the brakes on for a minute and been like, okay, what can we actually do about the situation? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and there was no repercussions for, you know, Malia going through her things. Not at all. It was almost encouraged. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, hmm, okay, maritime law. Let's talk about it. Let me get my handbook out because I will. Well, I mean, that was the first time I heard it like that. I didn't even think about the illegal going through someone's room. Like, I never even thought of that. It was completely an illegal search. Like, by the book, that was an illegal search. Wow. Hmm. So, you know. I just felt like you, what you said was really accurate. I felt like everyone was kind of just attack mode because even Jess mentioned that she had a CBD pen and Captain San- Sandy in the part two, she was like, I can't believe you had an illegal pen. And she tried to attack her. And it's like, you're off the boat. Like you can't try to get her in trouble now. Yeah. Like it's done. Like she's off the boat. It's just, it's the whole thing is just like, oh my God, everybody needs to like, calm down. Like it's a fucking CBD, man. Who cares? <laughs> I used CBD the other day. Like who cares? I literally use it all the time. I also use THC all the time. So come at me. Come at me. You know what? I'm a Vermonter. We stand by THC. We stand by medical marijuana. We stand by medicinal CBD. Like, you want to come at me? I'm going to come at you from a medical point of view and tell you all the great benefits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Like, I don't know. I I just think people waste their time on the wrong things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they have nothing better to talk about. There, there, there it is. I think there uh-huh. it is. And you know, Hannah was, you know, she was very open about how she does at times hate her job, but like she 
is doing the we best. We all do. Can. We all do, right? I hate my job at times. Oh, oh, am I like so passionate about scrubbing toilets and you know cleaning teak and shining stainless steel? No, no. You know what we love? We love traveling. Mm-hmm. We love making money. We love meeting new people. We love seeing new places. Yeah, I do love being on a boat, but like I don't get to enjoy the boat. Like, yeah, maybe, I mean, if you're sailing, it's a little bit different, but on those motor super yachts, like everything needs to be bum, bum, bum. Like, yeah, we all fucking hate our jobs sometimes. That doesn't mean that you're bad. You doesn't go. mean that you're not passionate about what you do. Like, it's just such a cop out. It's such a bullshit thing to say to somebody like, oh, you don't, you don't want to be here. You don't like your job. Yeah. Welcome to the None club. None of us do. Like... <laughs> everybody has bad days you know right right absolutely absolutely it makes a lot of sense and it they kept using that against her i felt like oh you don't want to be here and it's like she said i I don't want to be 40 scrubbing toilets yeah i mean and you know more power to if to you if you are but like hannah has a different path in her life but it wasn't a means to like you know figure out a way how to like get her off the boat like i don't know i like I said, I wasn't there. I can't make, you know, accurate judgments about what happened. But saying that, like, oh, she just wasn't there or whatever, like, she's – I've worked with her. Right. Guests love her. And you know what her job is? To make sure that the guests love her and they love their experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They always do. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. She turns it on. Even when she hates them, she's like, bon appetit. Oh, yeah. You know, she, like, still puts it on. She's good at that. Hannah is a really fucking smart woman and she works very hard. And maybe you don't see it on the show, but like I personally worked with her 16, 17, 18 hours a day Mm -hmm. for six weeks. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, I shared a bunk with her. She's always on her phone, making some sort of arrangements, ordering some sort of thing, whatever. Like you guys don't see that stuff, but I see all the background shit that happens. Like this woman is always working. Wow. So it's just kind of, to me, I'm like the whole the whole thing is bullshit. I'm like, whatever. You guys have your opinions. You want to say these things. Like, I was her third stewardess. And then I was her chef. Like, mm-hmm. I know how hard this woman works. Mm-hmm. No, she really does. You can see it. And do you feel like there was some kind of attempt to kind of demonize her? And then it kind of backfired? Because I feel like people then sided with Hannah. And Malia and Captain Sandy had to go private and turn off their comments. Do you think it kind of backfired? Like, that attempt backfired? Dude, it totally <laughs> fucking backfired on them. I told Hannah, I was like, Hannah, you are the only person in reality TV who can get fired for drugs on national television and have every single person have your fucking back. Yep. Yeah. Because we could all see through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody had her back because they're like, no, d- you can't make her look like an asshole for having medication for, you know, uh, illness or how, you know, however they deemed it. Right. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people in this industry who have anxiety, depression, like all these things. It is actually rampant. Mm, I would think so. In the yachting industry. Mm-hmm. And how many of these people have you know, alcoholism, addiction to drugs, like all this stuff, way worse shit than having, you know, anxiety attacks, panic attacks. It's never, you know, hindered her ability to like do her job. Mm -hmm. She always woke up and did her job after a major panic attack. Oh, and Hannah has never slept. I slept through my alarm. Hannah has never slept through her alarm. You know what I mean? Like, 
I just think like it is it is such a cop out and it is like such bullshit. And and you know how many people I've had messaging me and stuff being like, hey, like I have this thing like, you know, I have to take pills for this, but it's manageable. Like, do you think I can be in yachting? And I'm like the fact that like you even have to ask me that because of this mm-hmm. makes me so sad. That's a bummer. It is such a bummer. Like you shouldn't feel like you you can't do something just because, you know, you're dealing with something on the inside. Like it it should be okay. Of course. And it's not your fault you have a molecular imbalance that needs to be balanced yeah. out. Like that's not your fault. <laughs> you know what? We have an ENG1. That is a medical certificate signed by, you know, a maritime accredited doctor mm-hmm. that says you're fit for sea. Mm-hmm. There we so? go. So? <laughs> If you have a clean ENG one and you're on boat, you are fit for sea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I just I don't know yeah. if we're gonna be if we're gonna be demonizing that and looking at that, then you know what? Everybody needs to have uh, an exam to see if they're an alcoholic, if they're addicted to drugs, like mm-hmm. all these other things that mm-hmm. hinder your job a lot more than having to take Valium, you know, to manage if you are having some anxiety or stress. Exactly. What about waking up hungover? Like the next day, maybe you're still drunk and you're on the deck, like from going. How about when, you know, Jack and Travis were slugging beers in their cabin? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Captain Sandy came down on them for that. Did they get fired? Mm -hmm. No. What's that about? Do you think it's because alcohol is an accepted drug? I I say drug because alcohol is a drug in some way. It is a drug. You know? And so I think it's accepted. Whereas like Valium, it's like this like fearful, like, oh my God, she's going to overdose. And it's like, if you're an adult and you're taking the right prescribed amount, you're not going to have a problem. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's such bullshit. Like to me, I think alcoholism is way worse. Yes. Like I have dealt with alcoholics in my life. I have dealt with alcoholic captains, mm. you know, alcoholic captains who put their hands on me. Ugh. Like it is, it is not okay. Not okay. So if we're going to have a clean sweep, a drug-free industry, let's start at the fucking top. Mm-hmm. There's that. Damn. You know? <laughs> let's start at the top. I have Oop. I have some things to say, Amir, <laughs> and I'm going to say them. Like, hey, it ma'am. is such fucking bullshit. This uh-huh. whole thing is uh-huh. such bullshit. Uh-huh. Like, Hannah is my girl, and I will literally go to the end of the world for her. Like, fuck that. everybody else. I love that. Fuck everybody else. And you have to have each other's back, especially because people think it's, it's a film TV show, so they're like... These are actors. No, these are real people. Like, yeah. these are real people with consequences. Yeah. When you put that on someone, like, this happened with Lisa Renna, too. Oh, you're taking pills. And then it, like, stays with you. People yeah. associate, are going to associate Hannah with Valium. And it's like, it's, again, she's gotten away with it and living her best life. But that could really ruin someone else's life, like, by putting that with them. It's messed up. Absolutely. And, I mean, Hannah, I mean, she's just such a genius, right? Like, she's so funny. Like, yeah, she just cop, you know, has her little... I need a Valium cup. Like she, she makes light of this situation where a lot of people, if this had happened to them, they would be like completely off of social media. Mm -hmm. They'd be gone. Like Mm -hmm. I don't even, you wouldn't know where they were, but she takes it like a champ Mm -hmm. and she is, like you said, living her best life. Mm -hmm. Like she's like, you know what? I'm not going to let you guys bother me and make me out to seem like a villain and the thing is is people know that like she has mm-hmm. so many fans mm-hmm. so many people can see that she's a good person and guess what she is mm-hmm. she's the most loyal like loving friend i've ever had so she's amazing the silver lining yeah. of all of this is that she finally went live on instagram because <laughs> we talked about I had, to, I had to show her how to do it she's like am i doing this right oh like God. she's such a grandma with with technology it's so funny I but that. i love that because she's always like i don't want to go good. Live. like she, she has did. a platform and people should hear her voice they should 
They absolutely should. Especially, like you said, when people are DMing you, can I go, you know, on a boat if I'm dealing with anxiety and depression? That's sad that people are holding themselves back because of this bullshit. Yeah. That's a bummer. I don't. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, you know, we started Ocean International Training Academy, which it's for people who are interested in yachting. Mm -hmm. And we have gotten countless DMs being like, hey, like, I, I take this. Like, is this okay? And I'm like, of course. Right. Like, if you are functioning day to day and, like, this is what you need, then that's okay. That's amazing. You know, and don't, don't let it hold you back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And don't let some idiot on TV make you feel bad about it, you know? Right. It's just – I. it's terrible. It's honestly – it's really terrible. Right. And I'm really glad that people saw that and that they snapped back and they're like, hey, no, mm -hmm. that's not okay. Mm -hmm. You don't call a panic attack a freak out. Right, right. Well, it's it's demonizing again. It's it's making fun of it. And if someone broke their foot, there's so much emotion around that. I'm so sorry you broke your foot. But when you have an internal problem, people are like, get over it. Get yeah. over it. Get up. Get your money. Stop. Like people make yeah. they, they want you to do that whole get up with your bootstraps, you know, that whole yeah. BS. Yeah. 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 I mean, and the thing is too is in the yachting industry. It's it is how it is. Like if you had guests on board and you know, they're awake or they're sleeping, whatever. Like you are, you have to turn it on no matter what is going on mm -hmm. inside of you, around you and your family, your friends, like you have to put a smile on and deal with it. And sometimes like your cabin, you know, kind of turns into this toxic place. Like I know when I was dating, you know, my captain at the time, mm -hmm. our cabin turned into this super toxic place because we didn't have anywhere to go to talk about things. Wow. You can't be in front of guests. You can't be sad. Mm. You know, if your boyfriend just said something really terrible to you and you're in the middle of service, <laughs> doesn't matter. You got to suck it up. Yeah, be like, yeah, everything's fine. Can I get you more cheese? Like, oh my God. How do you do that? Like, you know, with like Jess and Rob this season, like those relationships that are up and down like that. And, you know, you've experienced it as well. How do you like, do you just like have a mantra? Like, how do you like, as I've worked at a nightclub and you have to do the same thing. You have to suck yeah. it up. You you, yeah. you could have gotten in an accident. You could be being evicted and yeah. you have to be like, do you want more drinks? Like yeah. crazy. So how do you do that? <laughs> just crying on the inside. Yeah, crying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just hospitality. Like, if you get into the hospitality industry, like, you have to be some sort of sick sicko, mm -hmm. like, a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? You got to be a little bit twisted yep. because it's true. You got to always turn it on, be smiling. And if you're not, guess what? You're not going to have your job. Wow. There's always someone if waiting gonna, to take it. They're going to be like, if you bring that out of your cabin, we don't want you here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really got to have some good coping mechanisms in place. <laughs> Otherwise, you're fucked. You are fucked. Get some coping mechanisms if you want to work on a super yacht. That's, that's yeah, no, seriously, you you got to. I mean, I luckily for me, I had my yoga practice and, you know, I have my journal and that's kind of how I would bring it together. Like, I, I mean, you can see a little bit of like my anxiety and my, you know, like, completely crumbling mm -hmm. on the show but like there were so many moments where I was just like in the bathroom literally like <sighs> okay it's fine they didn't like this dish it's okay you're a great chef you're you're awesome you you love cooking you know like right. everyone's like oh you were so cocky whatever I'm like you don't understand I had to convince myself mm -hmm. just to get through the day that like I was doing well 
Right. You know, it's not for the camera. It's not for whatever. It was for myself mm-hmm. just to try and like be like, yeah, yeah, I love it. Love cooking. I'm awesome. I'm totally a super yacht chef. Like I got it. So you just, I don't know. You got to do what you got to do. Exactly. And it's funny because like I would never think of you as cocky because all the male chefs are insane. Like the ego. Oh, I know. It's such a double standard. It's such a double standard. So when people called you like cocky or said you were really into what you're doing, it's like, we don't say that to the men and look at Tom this season. Like he was insane, but everyone's like, well, his food's so good. It doesn't matter. Like what do you, what was the difference between being a third stew and then all of a sudden becoming chef? Do you think that, like you said, you had to work on this confidence, but do you think that you were in over your head at times? Like that's, that's a really tough position. For sure. I was in over my head. I mean, like I didn't, I was not prepared for that position. So I came onto Sirocco being like, yep, I'm the third stewardess. You know, I'm like, I'm going to clean this toilet better than everyone, anyone's ever cleaned this toilet before. You know, I didn't have my cookbooks. I didn't have my knives. I didn't have my recipes. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything planned, you know? And for me, yes, I was a yacht chef before, but I wasn't working on 50 meter yachts, you know? So it, it, I was in way over my head. But you know what? When your boss offers you a goddamn promotion, mm-hmm. you're going to try. Yep. You know what I mean? And people are like, we well, shouldn't have taken it. I'm like, oh, okay, Cindy. If your boss said, hey, I, I want to promote you and let you try this, mm-hmm. are you going to say, no, I don't I don't want the promotion. I don't want more money. No, you're not going to say that. You're going to say, okay, fuck yeah, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. And you, do you get know more what? Money. I did. I, I was did confused. Well. Do you get more money? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, so you get more money plus the tips. Okay, that was, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, going from third stew to chef, you, you're jumping a lot of ranks there. That's cool. Okay, that makes sense. And I mean, chefs need to be paid well because the job is difficult. Very difficult. Whew. It's very difficult. So. Wow. How hot does it get in there? Does it get crazy hot? It, it's hot, but it's honestly like I, it needs to stay hot because as you see, we have a lot of problems with keeping the food cold or warm. Mm. So you, your galley can't be cold. Right, right, right. It's so far. Like I, I always wondered like what was every boat? It seems like the galley's far from the dining room. It's not a good. Yeah, it is far. Room. And you know, it's, it's also when you're plating and stuff that that is your entire vision coming together on a plate. Mm-hmm. So it takes time to construct a beautiful dish. And then you got to construct eight dishes. Whoa. <laughs> and then you got to have everybody carry them all the way upstairs. And you got to stand there. You got to explain what it is. You know, it, you have many minutes that elapse between the plating and then getting it up in front of the guest. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, sometimes I had problems with the food. Sometimes I didn't. Like, you know, Ben finally got those domes. And yet we still had struggles with cold, cold food. Right. You know, that wind is whipping through. <laughs> it's such a, it, it's, what to do. And it's people a, are going to complain. <laughs> I mean, just eat it. I think rich people are going to complain about everything. And it seems like every, every episode, there's like one rich person that complains more and wants to be more difficult. And what's yeah. the most difficult request food wise you've gotten? Um, oh, I mean the queen of Versailles, she wanted mint jelly. And I was like, I am not about to make mint jelly. No, no. First of all, no idea how to make mint jelly. (laughs) Second of all, I just made like this gorgeous tzatziki to put on this lamb. Like you don't need mint jelly, okay? you don't. Like you don't need it. Mint jelly. So that one was weird. Um, The sea urchin 
that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. But I did it. You're a trooper, man. You're a trooper. I cut them open, scoped out or scooped out their gonads and Ooh. put them on some squid ink pasta with Ooh. champagne parmesan sauce. It was Ooh. delicious. Sounds delicious until you said gonads. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the part of sea urchin that you eat. So. Wow, that's so interesting. I didn't know that. Fun fact. <laughs> I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the perfect podcast for it. We love to hear about gonads. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. That's really, What was your advice to Kiko? How do you think he could have turned it around? Because you really turned it around and you made it through. I mean, here's the thing. Like, for me... The big difference was that when I was down and Captain Sandy could tell I was getting down, they don't show this ever, but she pulled me up into the bridge so many times Mm -hmm. and showed me the ranking scale. And she said, you're not here anymore, pointing to the third stew. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you're here. You are a chef. Take control of your galley. You got this. I believe in you. I've worked with so many chefs and you have talent. Wow. She built me up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when I watch it back now, I see that like in her interviews and stuff, she was like, ooh, Anastasia, I don't know. But I didn't, I wasn't aware of any of that. What she showed me was that she believed in me and she, you know, she she built me up. She tried to anyway. Like I still like kind of crumbled and was like, I can't do this. Um, but, you know, she she tried to just be like, hey, like, I think your food's really good. Like, you got this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I respect And that. even after Johnny Damon and his whatever, like, came and said that, she came and said that to me. But she was like, but don't worry. Like, I know you're good. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you can do it. That's I was important. so broken down after I heard that, of course. Like, it sucks. And what That's did he your say art again? On a plate. What did he say again, Johnny Damon? Well, they were just like, well, you know, it wasn't really five star and da 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 da. And like so many times I told them, I was like, if there's anything that you need me to change, just something you don't like, like, please tell me so I can adjust. But I never heard any feedback from them until the very last day when they brought Captain Sandy upstairs and then complained about the food. Wow. So I was just like, you know what? I gave you so many opportunities to say something. I asked many times and you always said, oh, it's great. It's great. We love it. So what am I supposed to do with it? So, <laughs> how am I supposed to know you don't like something if you don't tell me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I mean, listen, you, you're where you are and you have such a great spirit and you've moved past it and you took that job on and it was really inspiring to a lot of people, honestly. Like to see a female chef in the galley doing her thing, jumping rank, like 
it was really inspiring. And any and the friendship between you, Hannah, and Asia, um, yes. it was so cute and it was so fun to see. And you know, even seeing Asia on this season, kind of her floundering and not kind of finding her tribe. I was like, it's because Hannah left, and you know, Anastasia's not yeah. there. Like y'all were so cute together. And I know that obviously you and Hannah started a business, but do the three of you still kind of touch base and hang out and? For sure. Yeah. Like just on Instagram and, you know, on WhatsApp here and there. Aisha's obviously, you know, she's on her grand adventure right now across the U.S. Um, And, you know, Hannah is, you know, stepping foot into motherhood and I'm just still all over the place. But it's beautiful because we are all in such different places in our lives. Mm -hmm. And yet we still find the time to connect and check in and say, hey, how are you? I mean, I talk to Hannah every single day Mm -hmm. because we the business and everything, but also just, you know, we love each other and like I know um is the same with Asia. So it's it, it's just beautiful because from this show we actually um we actually created a real friendship. Right. It wasn't just for the show, it wasn't just for the cameras. Like we actually are real friends. Aww. And it's beautiful. And like I can I mean I can honestly call pretty much everybody like a true friend. Like call in, like I'll call them up and we meet up in Long Island and you know, it's just, it's nice to check in with people and it's nice to actually have like a real connection. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel this season, Mm-mm. I don't know. No. Like, I, I don't know who's friends with who or you, if they even talk. Like, it's more alliances, less friendship. And I yeah. think that's the difference. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to put it. Speaking of um, good friendships obviously becoming business, you and Hannah started this business. Can you tell us a little bit more about what? like made you guys start a business? What made you want to kind of create this? You know, it's kind of like almost like a masterclass in yachting. Yeah. So it was really cool because Hannah, um, I actually have the screenshot of it. She messaged me and said, hey, babe, um, I have a business proposal for you. Mm-hmm. Um, call me when you can. And I called her and, she, you know, she tells me this idea and she's like, but I, I, she's like, I have the idea, I have the capital, but she's like, I need an executor Mm. and that's you. She's like, I know how you work and I know if you want something, like you get it done. I'm like, girl, you came to the right girl. Like I got you. I love this idea. I think it's perfect. Um, So we really, it was kind of like the meeting of the mind. So like, you know, she has these strengths, I have these strengths, and we put it together. And we have had such a beautiful business relationship and such a beautiful friendship because of it as well, because we work so well together. Mm -hmm. And I'm so honest with her, whereas I feel like a lot of people kind of blow smoke up her ass because they're like, oh, Hannah, like, you know. But I'm just like, no, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. I hate that. Or I'll be like, that's brilliant. Like, let's figure out how to do that. So we're very honest and real with each other. And I think that's super important. And a lot of people have been like, oh, you know, be careful working with your friends and like Mm -hmm. business and blah. But like, we honestly haven't had one hiccup. Great. Like there hasn't been one time where I felt like, oh, she's not being honest with me and like, or she's felt, oh, she's not being honest with me. Like we openly communicate about everything. And I think that's really important for any type of relationship, really. So it's been, you know, we went from, we, we did it like super fast and Mm -hmm. it's, it's been a success and, you know, every day it's still a new business. We're working to get better and better and better. And it's just been such a beautiful process and seeing all the students that we have and how they're actually like changing their lives. Like we talked about this a few weeks ago. I'm like, Hannah, 
like let's take a moment to realize we are changing the course of people's lives. Like mm-hmm. there can be people who have literally never had a passport before wow. who are leaving their hometowns for the first time to go travel the world. Like that is insane. It's insane. It's hard to see sometimes because it's an online business, you right. know? So it's tough to like see like the, you know, the, the manifestation of mm-hmm. our product, mm-hmm. but you know, we have these like live Zoom calls with our students and just seeing their faces and hearing their stories. Oh. And it's just, it's been such a beautiful You're experience. You're goosebumps. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's really, really cool. It's really, really cool. It's really cool to be able to go through something crazy like Below Deck and then be able to use your knowledge of yachting to help other people. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's cool too to like use our, um, use fucking Alex FaceTiming me. <laughs> Alex, leave her alone. <laughs> Hold on, let me dump. I am in an interview. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's um, what was uh, the question? What was I going to ask you? Oh, yes. I wanted to ask you kind of what is your high point and low point for your season? Oh, man. Low point was feeling like I had to call it quits with the chef thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I really, I, sometimes I use the word give up. People are like, don't use that word. You didn't give up. But you know, it's like, it wasn't supposed to be my job in the first place. Right. But you know, I definitely wanted to succeed. I'm super competitive mm-hmm. and like, I am very passionate about cooking and I know that I do cook well. So it was kind of shitty to have to step down, but you know, I think it was better for the crew. It was better for me. It was better for the guests. So I, I guess I am glad that I did it, but you know, it did kind of suck. Right. Um, and the high point was just making these lifelong friendships mm, amazing. and all the cool people that I've met, all the production team, the sound team, the camera men and women, like everybody is just so invested in this project and it's so beautiful and we all worked so hard to create it. And it's, yeah. Just being able to like be around such passionate and creative people is like is really an honor. I love that. I, I got a lot of DMs um, when we went live asking if you would come back. Oh, for sure. Okay. Would I be the chef again? No. <laughs> Maybe if we got on like a super big boat, I would be the sous chef. <laughs> right, right, but not a full on chef. That's no. It's just it's to me. <laughs> I love what I do. And when I like for recently, I was just on like a, you know, 88 foot yacht. Mm -hmm. And that was so great for me. Such a great fit. Loved the people who owned the boat. Loved the crew that I was working with. I really kind of tuned into it and it was doing exactly what I wanted. I didn't feel pressure from anybody. And when I feel like I'm free in the galley and like I can do what I want, that's when I really excel and I shine. Mm -hmm. So you know, I didn't feel that way. I wasn't comfortable on Sirocco. Mm-hmm. I was always questioning myself. You know, I was on camera. I had, you know, all these people who've been in the yachting industry for so long. And it, it was just, I don't know, it was just a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. And I didn't feel as comfortable and my creativity wasn't able to, you know, come out as much because I was so stressed out. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It, yeah. I think having that freedom is so important. And, you know, a lot of people are confused as well with all these boats still running, like during coronavirus. So how has that been? Like, how has that changed your job? 
Um, honestly, not that much to be, to be honest with you. Like if I, I, I don't, I don't want to sign any contracts cause you know, I'm kind of all over the place. I'm doing this online business. Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of stuff going on. So for me, freelancing is perfect. Mm -hmm. So when I want a job, I'll post my CV in a Facebook group or whatever, and then I'll get some hits on it. And then I kind of like bounce them against each other and see like what's going to fit the best for me, what's going to pay me what I want. And what's going to be the most comfortable. Perfect. So I'll take a job when I feel like I want to take a job. And that's great for me because I get excited. I get mm -hmm. so excited to get back on a boat. I get so excited to cook again. Mm -hmm. And I feel so happy to be there. Right. Whereas if I'm just chartering back to back to back to back to back to back for months on end, I lose that excitement. Mm-hmm. And I know that about myself. So for me to take breaks between my yachting gigs is really important for me. Um, so that's why, I mean, that's how I do it. I, I mean, for some people, it's better to sign contracts and, you know, know that they have like a job and everything. But for my lifestyle right now, it's better for me to just be freelance. I love that. Freelance is great. Yeah. I love the freelance life. <laughs> yeah, I make my own hours. I do what I want. It's yeah. great. It's amazing. I love that. Well, I love talking to you as always. You're wonderful. Um, just tell us your business name again and um, your Instagram where people can follow along. Well, thank you very much for having me here. I do love talking to you as well. Um, so my personal Instagram is Nastia Sermava. Um, my website is nastiasermava.com. Um, and our business page is oceaninternationaltrainingacademy.com um, or it's Ocean Int, um, Training Academy on Instagram. And our website is a really great place to find out everything about what we're doing, our courses, our course outlines, um, and how to get into yachting. So if you are interested in living this life of travel and making money while you're doing it, then it's definitely um, it's definitely the place to start. So OceanInternationalTrainingAcademy.com. I love that name. That's amazing. Well, thanks again for being here. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Take On. The Take On is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Kyle Moore, and is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and The Take On at bpn.fm backslash The Take On. And of course, on my Instagram at Amir Yas Official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate The Take On wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 